Hello, friends. Welcome to the Dimension of Our Midnight Cake. I'm Soltis. Joining me in the nexus between realities are my friends and fellow transdimensional beings, Beaches and Lumberdor. Doug had some pressing matters to attend to in his own dimension and will be joining us next week. In any case, we thought it would be interesting to discuss the new Disney Plus TV series, Loki, starring Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson. There will most likely be a ton of spoilers, so be prepared for that. Also, if you have not yet seen the episode, most of what we will be discussing may not make sense to you. So I would definitely recommend watching the episode first, forming your own opinions about it, and then coming back and seeing what we have to say. If you happen to be someone who enjoys what it is we do, consider liking, subscribing, and supporting our efforts through our website at www.ourbenightcake.com. Doug has officially gone over to Disney, huh? <laughs> the bad that's the Doug we don't speak of. <laughs> that is the Doug we don't speak of. <laughs> Which is unfortunate because it was the Doug movie. <sighs> okay. We deserve a Nickelodeon oh. Doug movie. Disney yes. owns everything. Uh and I'm I realized that that I'm having problems with more and more things that I didn't have problems before because Disney owns them now. Didn't Paramount crap out Iron Man 2 though? They did, mm. and I make no apology for that. Okay, I I will. You're always saying that that hill that you'll die on thing. <laughs> that uh, I'm not saying uh, the dark world is great, but <laughs> I, I do not think it's the worst. <laughs> Iron Man Two certainly deserves that on. <laughs> right on. So, one episode into. Loki, Loki which is the Marvel show that I have anticipated the most. Why? Well, because it has Loki, and Loki is yes. the coolest character like, like out Loki? of. Loki was early on a highlight of the MCU. Yes, yes, indeed. And I, I remember. I think that they owe a great deal of success to Loki's character, and especially Tom Hiddleston's performance as Loki. I remember yeah. when I was unsuccessfully arguing that Thor was the best solo movie of phase one, <laughs> that <laughs> you could not argue that uh, Loki was maybe not the best villain. Yeah, Loki was a fantastic villain, especially um, like early on, like compared to like, I don't know, Whiplash and some of that other stuff. Compared to, to uh, uh, Bad Iron Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although I liked, I really liked the the character Yellow design of Ultron. Character or <laughs> yes. bad Ant Man, bad Ant Man, bad, Ant-Man. <laughs> bad Vision, angry, <laughs> angry man in the yellow hat suit. And they they do have a terrible habit of one off villains, where it's you know just being plot movie. villains. Yeah, yeah. What? It was my best friend guy that turned on me again. Oh no! Dun, 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 <laughs> Marvel. But Loki, like he's he's charismatic, he's intelligent, vicious, and he believes staunchly that what he is doing is correct, which goes a long way with with the believability of a villain. Not very many villains have that. You get that in Thanos, although he's nowhere near as charismatic as Loki. Well, Thanos has the power that he doesn't need the charisma. <laughs> that, that's very true. 
I mean, that is one of the Infinity Stones charisma. Charisma plus five. <laughs> Loki <laughs> certainly needs that silver tongue. <laughs> Not that he is without power. But... No, no. He's, he's very powerful in his own right. Uh, but with Thanos, if you have all the Infinity Stones, you can get away with looking like a giant angry grape. Grimace is conquering the universe. <laughs> Grimace is conquering. <laughs> robble, robble. <laughs> I'm getting my uh, McDonald people mixed up, right? But back to Loki. Okay, okay, Loki. Okay. Um, we only have one episode. It was, a, it was a long episode. What were your first impressions of it? For me, initially, it pulled me in way better than WandaVision or um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I think it's just part of it is due to Loki's character. I just prefer his character maybe to those others. But I think the, um, the, the episode was more dramatic than the other two, just in my opinion. I'm certainly compelled to uh, continue. Yes. Uh, more, more than just per usual, you know, just because this is the MCU. And of course, I'm going to watch the rest. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this goes. I mean, uh, how fitting that Loki should be both the hero and the villain of his own show. <laughs> is he, though? That's is just he? perfect. <laughs> as far as we know now i did not care for it i did not care for it at all i thought it was boring i thought that oh, no. that they did an incredible disservice to loki the character and the entire mcu they completely neutered loki's character and when you saw all of those infinity stones in that guy's drawer my favorite part of the episode that's your favorite part <laughs> i was yes. like okay yes like like it was like everything that has happened up until now is completely useless and worthless. And there's no reason for me to care about anything that they do in the future. Not for people outside of the TVA. Oh no. Cause everything is, everything is pre Cause they don't know about the TV. Yeah. But they don't know about the TVA though. <laughs> I, I so think what? we still have stuff to learn about this, this predetermined the characters, nature. characters, choices are always going to be those choices, no matter what. It's like they they have no no agency, no will. It's all it's all predetermined. I, I have a big problem with that on a philosophical level, but also as part of the story. I think we have stuff to learn about that, though. I think that is leading up to a lot of Doctor Strange stuff. We'll, we'll kind of debunk this theory of all the predetermined stuff. Because well. there are obviously some kind of alternate branching paths. I mean, how do we end up with uh, the older Steve Rogers? That's one of the things that mm -hmm. that bothers me about what they have established in this episode, as far as how reality and time work. There's a screw up with the time heist. You know, they don't get the Tesseract. It pops open, and Loki's following his his character. He's going to pick up the Tesseract and then peace out. And that that act earns Loki a condemnation by the TVA, but that act also causes the Avengers to have to go back to 1970s to get the Tesseract anyway from then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's the problem? <laughs> why would why, why why were they going to erase Loki from existence? <laughs> <laughs> I got similar vibes to um, Umbrella Academy with how the time stuff is working out here. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I enjoyed Umbrella Academy as well, but I get a lot of the same feelings that you're saying with um, 
how the timeline stuff's working. Uh, there, there are a lot of questions that, you know, with, with my limited understanding of what the audience knows as far as what we've seen in the movies and what's been established and how this bureaucratic agency works, maybe there will be answers in further episodes or maybe it's something that you know will be answered in other Marvel properties, but it causes me some concerns. <laughs> and it's something that that they need to address because they've they've completely rewritten how reality works. And the, aren't these questions though that have always existed in Marvel and you know comics in general and any any of these uh, stories that have just gone on and on and then they try to have things that uh, reboot their universes um, alternate timelines. I'm sure you're right. I don't believe that the Infinity Stones are useless in the TVA because they've they've been shown to work outside of their own realities. Well, I'm willing to accept that that was a cheap ploy to have the TVA seem as powerful as Owen uh, Wilson seemed to be claiming. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. oh, if we if we show the Infinity Stones are worthless here, then this has got to be one one thing out of out of the entire episode. I I did not agree with was how impressed Loki seemed to be with uh, I don't know if you'd call it a city. Oh the yeah, whatever that was. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, wasn't he raised on Asgard? Very fourth a element, golden island <laughs> in space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what he saw there that impressed him so much. I don't either. That was. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, like like Thor understands that in Asgard, it's a like magic and technology. It's it's the same thing. Yes, and and I would I would argue that Loki is more intelligent than Thor. And that he would be able to under have a better understanding of that. Unless that was just to imply that he was seeing things out there that he understood uh, shouldn't be able to work oh, without magic. It's possible. It may be true. That's, I, I, that, that's something I've been having a noodle on since I watched it. I also got the hint that, uh, uh, well, I should say I heard things that made me think maybe this isn't the first time they've been through this timeline. Yeah, I, I I did as well. It definitely seems like they're saying this is a circular thing that happens over and over and over, and they they try to protect the flow of it each time. Yeah, which obviously doesn't work out. And that's even more disturbing to me. Uh, it seems like it's it's just taken a certain version of Loki to to really mess up their plans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how hard it w- would it be for this to go off uh, off plan, you know, any of the times they've done it? That's the feeling I'm getting is that it's it's gone off plan multiple times and it's been each a variation of like dealing with Mobius and that Mobius is the one actually the one they're after a different version. So of my, my thinking is this time through when they've got it so set and uh, they think they know what they're doing is maybe not the run through we're used to from the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the talk about the previous, you know, the branching past and the time wars, maybe some of the stuff that happened in the Marvel movies caused all that. And we're where we are now. I do. I have to think of this show as well. I know we're not into the what if series, but I almost, I want to think of this show as a, what if kind of a series. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense with the, with where where and when now, early on i was thinking that maybe uh this loki would be able to 
replace the, the Loki we're used to in his timeline, but they've told him he can't go back. I don't know if that would count or not, though. He wouldn't be going back, though. He'd be going forward, just like yeah, uh, yeah. I see. I don't know if that if that counts as him going back to his old timeline. If he just replaces the Loki we knew, depends how much Marvel money he's getting, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) How much they want to see him in a future. When we saw Loki die in in that movie, I don't think anybody said, "Okay, that's the end of that character. We'll never see him again." <laughs> you oh, no. know, yeah, they always questioned it. <laughs> you know, Tom Hiddleston he is a yeah. fan favorite. I think that he did a phenomenal job, as per usual, with his acting. And Owen Wilson, nobody plays Owen Wilson better than Owen Wilson. But, but this was even good for Owen Wilson, though. You know, I mean, <laughs> it did. Uh, what's her name on SNL? She does a pretty good job. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she does. There are certainly some things too that I enjoy about about the show. I didn't care for what they turned Loki into. I think that everything that they did was very cheap and they used cheats. Did they turn for, him into it or did stories. they just explain what he had really always been? I feel like Mobius is doing that on purpose though. Cause I feel like he's got a different agenda. He's trying to break him down and kind of build him back up at the same time, possibly. Oh, well, Hey, Hey, if you're, if you're saying that like Loki is done being the god of mischief at this point, I don't believe it. I I think he's got plans. Yeah, no matter how he acted at the end of this episode, that he uh, he was buying into the TVA, he's got some sort of, some sort of alternate thing going on in the back of his mind. Well, especially since he's already like seen his death, he saw what he became. I mean, you could really see the wheels turning in his head um, to change from the position he was in and how him being in TVA was affecting him up until that moment. And that, that was another problem that I had with the show, is that Loki, he states that, that he doesn't believe any of this, that it's all an illusion. And then he watches some film and, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, like he, he accepts there's nothing he can do about it. But that, that whole thing and the whole therapy session was so boring. Just two guys <laughs> sitting, talking. <sighs> I'm having a I'm having a very difficult. Time I, I was not bored at any point. <laughs> no, I wasn't either. I I enjoyed. Uh, I was every I bit just, of it. Because uh. I really do. I wonder how it's going to play and, and out. And again, the, and again, at no point episode. do I believe that this is a change locally. I barely believe that at the end of Ragnarok. <laughs> so <laughs> I believe it's more of a change Loki in the fact that he didn't see himself being able to. Um, kill his mother with that and I, I think that will probably end up shaping this timeline more than anything really or at least his interpretation of how things play out after this episode i did like when he called the uh what were they, the time lords uh he called them space lizards yeah <laughs> <laughs> which I, I think would be really interesting also if immediately after after watching this episode i started thinking of things like okay what could they do to make this better for, for me personally <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm sure that there are tons of people who really enjoyed it and for me and what can make it better time. would be a uh the little cartoon they made of the uh oh i can't think of her name it was corny miss something. minutes miss minutes i love the animation they used for that oh i love that to it me that was it very better. cool that the 60s like superhero cartoons yes. yeah. yeah if they uh if they end up showing um 
I can't think of the actor's name. Miss Minutes Pillboy. was very uh, Mr. DNA. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was very Mr. DNA. But I'd like to see a Miss Minutes version of an explanation of um, what is a fish to uh, to the, the guy that was working in the office. <laughs> oh, that was he, he, another thing that bothered me. <laughs> he threatened to get him like a fish. And he oh, says, what's a how, fish? You don't know what a fish is? Not I spent my life behind a desk. <laughs> Uh, and and when he's talking to the other the gentleman with the sashes he says he kept threatening to turn me into a fish (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna care about this um solstice but i figured out that he played i didn't know this i had to look it up um because he seemed familiar somehow he plays the voice of my favorite character on the star trek lower decks cartoon (laughs) oh does he which yes character? um the uh the, the, the one cyborg? that's like an android uh, yeah. cyborg yes yes the one that's okay. got the implant so yeah i loved him and um he was on a uh, good place he played uh oh Pillboy on that I haven't show i've seen a lot of that he was um i can't think of the other character's name but he they were two best friends at like the uh some football team in florida oh. and were strange and stupid and hilarious Cool that he's been doing other stuff. Like he's that. got a little bit of a voice acting career. Oh, right on. Um, but I, I think that it would make the story more interesting if it turned out that there were no giant space lizards and that that was all a lie or a myth that that the TVA has created to 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 sort of project their power I and and what kind of had that feeling. Um, I, I'm I'm with you there. I. Where, Wait a where what's are space they? lizards? The timekeepers. Yeah. The three. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. Sacred time. Him mentioning Star Trek <laughs> got me, got me on, on the wrong uh, space thing there. Space <laughs> lizards. <laughs> and I didn't quite love just the throwaway explanation of, um, you know, well, they asked who should be, who is guilty? And he says the Avengers. And they're like, no, everything they did was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't love that explanation. No, because what they did was a direct result of what Loki did. Mm-hmm. That, that to me has felt like the, uh, the burying of the, um, the, uh, the elderly Steve Rogers thing where I, they, they just kind of want to say, you know, we did it because that's how we wanted in the story. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> um, it, it doesn't seem like, like a lot has been thought out as far as, as how, as how this affects other things. I, I want to believe that it does because I, I'm really looking forward to the multiverse of madness and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I, I noticed that they were careful to use those words in the Miss Minutes cartoon. Uh-huh. Like, like, there would be this multiverse and it would be madness. And <laughs> ah! <laughs> Yeah, they kept hinting at a lot of things throughout the episode, I noticed. Mm-hmm. And what, so what I, I, I am curious as to how it all connects. What stone was it he stole? What was the green one? Was that the time stone he stole? So that's what I'm wondering yeah, is green do we is, not have yeah, like green, this, green is a time stone. This whole multiverse story that ends in, you know, how, how do we put a lid on this? And there's the creation of the TVA that we've already met. But 
when we met them, we didn't know that was something that was going to happen. Uh, it's all maybe Doctor Strange. Wampus. Maybe Doctor Strange is a spaceless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like trying to work through how the TVA functions is is another problem. Because like if if there are if it was created by these timekeepers to protect the sacred timeline, and apparently there are all these different departments like a nightmare department and mm-hmm. you know other things that they were talking about that that all yeah, that's have to one do that with... i feel like was maybe a throwaway joke but i hope they explain that yes the, the different <laughs> departments why do these people appear human why do they appear to have the same weaknesses that people do like being susceptible to fire when like, i i understand that it's it's probably cheaper to film you know, yeah, people are these people versus... creations or are they recruited into this? Yeah, I was wondering that too because, like, like I said, I'd, I'd watched The Good Place and um, and it had that actor from The Good Place in this um, that particular scene in the office, and there were some things I was thinking about because of how The Good Place played out to where it was a similar thing where there was these characters and they were you know in control of hell basically, but they they appeared human to these other characters because that was the form they were familiar with. And they may be a rock monster or some crazy creature or something, but they, they addressed that just saying that they appeared in the form to get uh, basically be easiest for them to accept. So I wonder if a similar thing is going on here, but at this point too, Loki should be aware of any form that exists because of, just living on Asgard uh, and everything else that he's experienced. And the, the big reveal that was surprising to no one that they're hunting Loki or another variant of Loki. Uh, like, okay. Again, like why, why is that a problem now? Yeah. Where did this much more successful Loki come from? Oh my gosh. What if the Loki they're hunting is actually the Loki we're meeting now? It's possible. Uh, Just, that's what I'm wondering about. I'm pretty sure this is this is Lady Loki. I've heard that too. Oh, this version is. They, they were very coy about uh, showing the bad Loki. The bad mm-hmm. Loki. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, yeah. this shows bad Loki. <laughs> presumably, she is stealing all of these these charges that erase reality. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what the plan is with that i won't pretend oh i'm concerned that it's going to be another you know disney villain where they have to make this villain sympathetic it's like no it's just misunderstood they're fighting against the tyranny of the tva and and all these you know genocides that have been committed are for a good reason and See, that's what makes me think that that think that it's Mobius actually thinks. behind all of this. Yeah, I think it's Mobius because <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, like any office worker is fed up with his job of eternal hell and is taking revenge. <laughs> that's another thing. Why would there be any disagreement in the TVA? Assuming again that that these space lizards have created this agency specifically to maintain and protect the sacred timeline, why is it so inefficient? Is it just for laughs? I'm having I'm having a difficult time accepting that that an agency this ineffective would exist with the sole purpose of protecting so, some the amount one of it. We are we are getting a workplace comedy. Yeah. 
I don't know. I had similar issues with um, Ego, I guess it was, in Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. That where, you know, his basically his goal for all of his destruction was just getting that correct uh, spawn across the universe. <laughs> I, I feel some similarities there to with what you're talking about. Not exactly, but it comes across to me as being cheap and and lazy. When Loki is is sitting down and you know he's apparently resigned himself to okay, I can't really go anywhere, I can't really do anything. So I'll watch this movie of my life that I guess they have. There's supposed to be this change in him. Yeah. That's a, that's a very cheap trick. It was the same thing that they did with uh uh, what was her name? Uh, Gamora's sister. Well, he he knows that time travel is oh. real. Yeah, that's true. They did do that with um, Nebula. Nebula, yes, thank you. But yeah, it was the same thing they did with Nebula, and I don't think that it worked, and I don't think it works now. I, I really, I don't see any reason for him to not believe it. Believe yeah. what they're presenting to him? Is that what you're yes. saying? Yes, yes. I'm, I'm just saying from his perspective he knows time travel is real uh i don't see any reason they couldn't have collected this data from the future a future version of him i get that he may not necessarily necessarily believe that that's what has to happen he's seeing he's seeing something that could happen oh like with like with if, uh, Scrooge if, <laughs> and, and, and yes. a Christmas Carol. Uh, yeah, essentially. <laughs> like, are these essentially, the shadows if, of things if, that if he had become, if he had been left be, to stay on the same only. course without the Tesseract, that's what would have happened. I really want him to throw a wrench in the TVA's plans. I'm almost <laughs> certain he will. I, I really uh, yeah. want him to to just completely take that that entire agency and flip it upside down i don't believe I in like, a loki I mean, that's not got that somewhere in his back pocket <laughs> no 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 i mean that's why he stole the time stone too even if it is a, a paperweight <laughs> yeah the, the part i don't believe is that he didn't take a couple other stones with him uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Well, like he had them all there <laughs> I, we don't know that he didn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you'll allow a joke um i did like the idea that Loki would have this pitch, you know, ready for whoever it was he was planning to conquer, you know, the uh, uh, glorious pur- purpose. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like that sounded really intense the first time. And then when you see it the second time, you're like, oh, he's rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, especially when he, he's uh, pretending to be his father, you know, uh, watching plays of himself and Thor in the future, you know, <laughs> right. <the> <laughs> he, he literally wrote those lines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now do we, do we alternate versions of Loki, um, Matt Damon? Just because I think that would be a funny throwaway. Have you heard <laughs> that they're redoing the whole play uh, recap in um, love and thunder? No, I haven't. So they're bringing back the same actors to play the same characters that, uh, so like Matt Damon as Loki and the other Hemsworth as Thor. Yeah. Um, they've got Melissa McCarthy to play Hela. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, what is his name from Jurassic Park? Uh, Sam Neill. Yeah, Sam Neill as Odin. They've got all them. And I'm hoping... 
rather than incorporate it into the story that this is like an intro that they it's do as be. a as just this fantastic stage players. I am interested with all this stuff with the um Mobius and the timeline and all of that and TVA and see how it ties into eventual Fantastic Four stuff because did didn't Disney get the rights to the Fantastic Four through all this switching buying out companies and yeah, all that junk? Yeah, they they have all the yeah, uh, they, they have properties. Okay, mm-hmm. so that and that's where his his character I think first appeared was within the Fantastic Four. Wow. So I'm, I'm really yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I must say I don't know much of this storyline from the comics, but so I'm oh. curious as if the Fantastic Four would tie in to this storyline at all, because um, that that would be a cool appearance that could just be a quick, you know, cutscene of whatever five minutes and really lead to some interesting stuff down the road. Were Were any of you aware of the DB Cooper incident before this? <laughs> As far as DB who D.B. Cooper was. and Yes. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought that was fantastic, though, the scene with him. I really enjoyed that. That was that was incredibly entertaining. I, I was disappointed that it was just that they made such a big deal about it in the trailer and that it was a throwaway gag. That he lost that it a was bet just, to Thor. He lost a bet to Thor and the, yeah. the consequence was... He had to take a plane stitch on her. He had to hijack yep. a plane. I don't know. I really love the set design on this, though. Yeah, whoever was in charge of of the props did really, really well. Was this not just <laughs> sort of like a, uh, I don't know, like a '60s office setting? Yeah, it was a very like '50s, '60s like setting. Sort of a. It was a neat retro, mix of that setting, yeah. retro yeah. mixed with advanced technology as well it was really that pulse it's it's very well, fallout uh, especially that helper robot that Loki comes into contact with that oh melts his clothes off <laughs> i was like wow somebody is, somebody sure oh, like forgot fallout. about that <laughs> fine as guardian <laughs> the scene with the um the robot melter what what did he are you aware are you a completely organic being and he says does most do most people not know they're a robot <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so he gets ready to step through and he he pauses what if i am a robot <laughs> you know just, just asking that question thank you for confirmation please step through <laughs> yes and and you do see the charred you know remains yes, <laughs> yes where people had definitely not known they were robots there were some good gags with him going into TVA, like that scene, the scene with uh, the other guy in the ticket. Um, that, he's, that guy, he's scrambling to find his ticket. <laughs> that guy at the ro- robot melter thing, though, he was appropriately he was an appropriately frustrated uh, civil servant. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like please step through. <laughs> <laughs> I really want it to be good. I really want this series to to be the best series so far it wouldn't take an awful lot no it wouldn't take an awful lot i I felt (laughs) let down by both i've enjoyed both i just don't think wandavision ended where i i wanted it to well that's one thing with wandavision i didn't feel um, like enough had happened and and falcon and the winter soldier just felt 
so standard by the numbers. That's the biggest chance they have with doing these TV series or streaming series or whatever is that they can probably do a lot of things they couldn't in a movie. And as that may seem strange, like you could do the same things, but you're able to really expand on that story. You're able to tell it in a longer format. You're able maybe to do um, special effects or something differently that you couldn't rushed on I'm just af- I'm afraid that's that's all we're going to get is like expanded versions of what would have been like oh uh-huh. this happened off screen in the movies you know Yeah I, that that's the thing is like is it is the storytelling there for a purpose or is there are they doing it like to if the entire purpose of WandaVision was turning her fully into Scarlet Witch <sighs> I just feel like maybe they could have done more with that show. I agree. There's her, and then a couple of throwaway introductions to some other characters, like our uh, the Spectral Vision and um, uh, Monica, mm-hmm. which were kind of just disappointing in the end because we just didn't get a whole lot of either of them. Yeah, just sort of showed up to get powers, and then mm-hmm. now I'm on to the Marvels. And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier, was it not just, oh, instead of having a, you know, a montage in a movie, we'll, we'll expand on that and, and, and we'll have him in his Captain America uniform by the end, ready for the next movie. By the, by the end of Endgame, didn't you just expect him to be Captain America the next time he's on? I did, yeah. Did you need yeah. a show for that? He was, he, he was given the shield. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I did enjoy it. Is there but, uh, they're expanding on ideas that we really didn't need an entire show for? I did enjoy with um, Falcon getting more of his backstory, which you, I don't feel like you got out of a lot of these other characters that have these spinoff series. We we know a lot more of the history with Loki. We know more of the history with um, Wanda. And um, I do feel like that was at least what I enjoyed out of Falcon and Winter Soldier was learning more of his backstory and his family and stuff like that. But I don't know. Again, if it's not having a purpose, what's the point of the, the show? <laughs> and they even um, forgot to make uh, Bucky the white wolf at the end. Yeah. <laughs> even, there, even was, they had, there was something. Clearly, they had clearly pulled him out of the winter soldier role. They, they did not, they, they did that title card and they should have changed it. What are you looking forward to most with this series, Loki? For me, I'm really interested to see how they approach the time thing because I like a lot of time sci-fi stuff like that. Like, I mean, there's, you know, Back to the Future, like 12 Monkeys. Um, that was another time series, Umbrella Academy. Um, all these shows really kind of approach things differently. And if they don't get it right or if, if the story drags out for too long, it just becomes this endless loop of oh we got to go back and fix this timeline and then we got to go fix that timeline and there's that timeline over there that affected that and now we got to fix that it loses track of whatever you enjoyed for me anyway really enjoyed about the characters initially so i'm hoping that that doesn't happen with loki i'm hoping that despite this him being punished for his crimes because of this timeline thing that it doesn't the story actually builds to something the timeline stuff isn't just throwaways to do cool stuff yeah or or an excuse to oh yeah, yeah that was just that timeline we don't have to worry about it that anymore mm. yeah that kind mm-hmm. of thing. um i think that for me i am i'm 
Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I am having a, again a, a difficult time with this with the show, but I I want them to reestablish how things work. With this episode, they have they have broken their own rules and how reality works. Did that not happen when the answer to uh, Thanos' snap was time travel in the first place? <laughs> that was. I for one, I for that... one have always as much as I like in <clears throat> game. I've always been hugely disappointed that that was the best they could come up with. I want to fuss about Scooby-Doo. How they affect things. <laughs> <laughs> Leading up to these other properties. I okay. Okay. Well, I, I guess we've gone about as far as we can with, with what we know <laughs> with Loki at this point. So at the end um, of Loki, they pull off a mask and it's Scooby-Doo. No, it's, the return of, it's the return of Scrappy-Doo. Oh, <laughs> it was all his fault. i wish i wish it were that that nice no so like warner media oh yeah i I was unaware of this until beaches yeah brought this to my attention they've announced what i at the moment the articles i've read center on velma i'm gonna call it a mystery series because they're saying the show is going to involve Velma, um, mm-hmm. I believe it, Mindy Kaling as Velma. I think you that, didn't. She's she's writing it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, because they did mention she would be a young, a much younger version. Okay, um, so a Velma, what they say, East Asian Eastern, descent. Yeah, which I don't have a problem with. Um, the 2009-2010 live action Cartoon Network Scooby Doo movies had an Asian Velma, and I thought she was one of the best cast characters of the bunch. Yeah, I agree. And it mentioned the four key characters, so Velma, Shaggy, Fred, and Daphne. But it it, uh, makes a point of saying no Mystery Machine and no Scooby-Doo. Who wants a gosh dang (laughs) Scooby show without Scooby-Doo? Who is asking for that? They already did that with that Daphne Velma movie. Too, you know, and and it's been forgotten completely. It was okay for what it was, but it was. I I did not. I didn't care for it, and I feel like people have pretty much forgotten it. <sighs> I do. Like, so my like my my, my problem with this show writing is good though. My problem with this show is is that is that I. That it's a Scooby Doo. I don't need a Scooby Doo show without, without Scooby Doo. Yeah, like um, the the article I that like... I read also makes a point that this is is like is, is almost like like a what if scenario where it takes place mm-hmm. in another another reality or another world. If so they do that, they just do the Scooby Apocalypse comics. They series. want so bad to <laughs> adapt this idea to an adult show, and they're just not getting it. Uh, you you can't you can't adapt Scooby Doo to an adult show. It's just it's not compatible. To do so, you have to change it so much that it's not Scooby Doo anymore. Yeah. And in that case, just create your own show. That's my biggest problem with the Daphne and Velma movie. Is that I enjoyed it for what it was, but it's like it was cool having those more about those characters. But I need the whole gang there. 
Yeah. And for, for most, most things like this, that is one of my main critiques and that I've, I've voiced it many times where they've, they fundamentally changed the character that has been established. So it's not, it may as well just be something completely different. It doesn't have yeah. to be, you know, Scooby-Doo. It, it doesn't have to be Velma, Daphne, Freddy, and Shaggy. It can be, you know, other characters that are, you know, doing the same thing or, you know, have similarities or whatever, but it's it a, be a speed thing. buggy movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I with... have another complaint with this show and it's based on the, I think, I think I've read about two articles of this and based on these articles and the comments, my dislike of this idea is automatically going to be turned into a, you know, a 2016 Ghostbusters type uh, <laughs> sexist or racist rant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Automatically they're, Oh, you're, you're, you're sexist. You don't want the show you're, to be about the female characters. You're against the, you're against the Asian character. And I'm not, okay. yeah. I don't have any problem with that. <laughs> it's, it's just stupid to have a Scooby-Doo show without Scooby-Doo. Scooby <laughs> I think that that is on, on a fundamental level. True. That if you're if you're going to base something around these characters, oh, and I guess yeah. I guess like like with the with that Powerpuff Girls live action series that they were trying to do, that hopefully will be lost in the shuffle of all of these companies acquiring each other. That <laughs> that they they have, they have fundamentally changed these characters so much it it has Not no resemblance character. to the yeah. source material. So why would you even try to link to it? Is it, is it just for the name recognition so that you have hope and a hopeful audience built in that, oh, I remember watching this when I was a kid and I really liked it. So so this- I feel like some of that, it is just good. a big marketing thing. Like, hey, we did this cool new, new thing with the characters you know and love. Go watch it and see what it was. Well, my favorite character is Shaggy, but I'm not asking for a show without Velma and Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realized that the show is more about the entire group. And I know, I know that there have been versions that have omitted um, certain characters. I think uh, Fred and Velma in the past. Yeah. And I can already hear the arguments. Well, you know, in the original concept of the show, there was no dog at all. Yes. But then they added the dog and that's what made it successful. Yes. <laughs> and every so. Hanna-Barbera clone of Scooby-Doo is some group of humans basically with some kind of mascot and a mascot? If it's not a, some, if it's not that a dog, be able to talk. It's a car. It's a it's a giggling Three Stooges shark. It's it's a shark. It's all, it's all these things. <laughs> it's a it's, ghost. <laughs> it's Jabberjaw. <laughs> it's all this no, ridiculous no, stuff. It doesn't fit maybe your adult drama. It doesn't, and that's why. Don't turn Scooby-Doo into an effing adult drama. <laughs> if it is an adult drama, I mean, not an adult drama, but an adult like show, I would like to see a live action Scooby gang. But the, the, the version of the like Scooby goes to the movies to where they have it's a variety guest show, almost like Saturday Night Live, where there's, you know, this week, Don Knotts is solving a mystery or whatever. But with uh, current day actors, you know, whoever those are. <laughs> Wherever those are. I'm just going to say Tom Hanks because he's still relevant. Whoever they... Tom Hanks is not current. <laughs> Come on. 
Yeah. I said Tom in Hanks my is mind. Not relevant. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay, sorry. I missed the qualifier on that. <laughs> he is current. The the new Scooby Doo mysteries would feature um all TikTok stars. Oh my god. You take whoever whoever has the most followers feature them in an episode. Probably. Uh, make sure it's what is a tiktok like 30 seconds long i don't even know <laughs> yeah yeah you're probably right it'd be some social influencers and the the audience uh, would have to point out the clue <laughs> <laughs> there's a clue right there where on tiktok go follow <laughs> if you can't see the mystery, without my glasses if you solve the mystery like and subscribe <laughs> shoot Turning this mess mm. off and getting a Scooby snack. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Just don't, I, I do, don't do it, HBO Max. Don't. Or Where if you do it, happening. If you do it, realize your mistake. Make it a silly comedy and put a cartoon dog in it, please. Yes. <laughs> Velma can be as Asian as you want her to be. I don't care. Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our Midnight Cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug, thank you, and good night.